Hello, listeners. So as you guys know, one of our favorite sponsors is Boston Beer Ventures, and they are now offering guided beer tastings via Zoom or Instagram Live, both. If you guys want to enjoy beers with friends or family or coworkers from the comfort of your own home, email bostonbeerventures at gmail.com with code sidebar for 20% off. Uh, question, should I sip slowly or can I chug? You tell me, Jennifer. Oh, by all means, chug, always. Okay. Right, That's good, good, what good. we say here at the sidebar. Just want to make sure. So cheers, stay sane, stay safe in these trying times. Yeah. Like when I, we will sit outside and when, when you have to go inside to use the loo, I, I'm like, you know, using like my elbows to get inside places and you, sure. like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like crazy. Who's like Howie Mandel. Yeah. Yes. Howie Mandel. He's, he is, we got some crazy people. He must people. be losing his mind right now. I bet he, he hasn't left the house. I oh, I'm too. sure. Either he's that been, or this is his, he's living his best life. Well, that's, yeah. Everybody is living it, feeling his pain. Yep, everybody, everybody's living like Howie. That's our motto, yeah. living it's like Howie. around like, I told you, nobody listened. Yeah. See? <laughs> Howard Hughes and Howie Mandel, the two, oh, like. Yeah. The Howies. Yeah. Yeah. The patron saints <gasps> of 2020. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Total Sidebar. I'm your hostess, Ellen Cumley. I found them. I found two volunteers to be on this little show with me. And shockingly, it's some, it's two that you've come to know and love. Say hello, Miss Jen Palmer. Hello there. And say hello, Miss Alexandra Shumway. Hello. I like how you think they've come to love us. They definitely come <laughs> to know us. I think That's love a- might be a strong word. No well, one you know, to love us. <clears throat> you know, you yes. know Unless people respond, if they don't use those social platforms and those little emails and all that stuff to tell me how they feel about you, I'm only going to assume it's love. Because you know what? What the world needs now. Sweet love. I assume someone was going to burst into song. Backrack, where are you when we need you? Yeah, no kidding. It is kind of a backrack sort of a pandemic. That's kind of how it is. So positive thoughts. Yeah. we. You know what this pandemic could use? Along with more cowbell, more Baccarat. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. More cowbell and Baccarat. I'll make a note of that. What if the the world needs now with cowbell in the background? All right, somebody do a mashup. Get on that. You guys have children with technology skills and whatnot. So get on that, okay? Now, oh, I have to tell you, newsflash. I have to do a quick newsflash, which has nothing to do with anything in the world, but I do want you to know. So it's a good guessing game for you guys. Ooh, I love so I was preparing a food item for lunch the other day. I can't tell you what it is. Otherwise it would hint at the answer to the question, but I was preparing a food item and I wanted it to have this ingredient. And I, and I've had this ingredient in the refrigerator in a Tupperware. Well, I'm going to say at least a year, right? Ooh. At least hold on at okay. least a year thinking this is a, a type of food that never goes bad. Like I have never held on to this food for so long that it would ever go bad. And in, in point of fact, I had to taste it to see if it was bad. Didn't look bad, didn't look any different at all. But I'm here to tell you this particular long um, lifespan food item does go bad. What do you think the food item was? Oh, I was thinking like peanut butter or jelly. Nope and nope. 
Um, I was going to go lemongrass. What? What? <laughs> yeah, so I was everyone making in a America. Big bowl of fa in my fo in my. See, I can't even pronounce it. What? I'll give you a hint. You know what? I'll get you there a whole lot Wait, faster. Wait, is it not lemongrass? It's because not. what a twist ending to this story. I didn't see this one coming. I'm zip it, both of you. Continue. <laughs> no, the foie gras in the bottom shelf is still good. Uh, Shut no, up. I'll give you a hint. Think, think, um, think hot dog condiment. Relish. Relish. Nope. Oh. Mustard? Ketchup? Nope, nope. Sauerkraut. Oh, I love sauerkraut. I oh, love sauerkraut. It's probably it left bad. over from when you served it to us for lunch. Remember that day? Probably. Like we were yes. sauerkraut and pickles? Yes. That's exactly what it was. Whatever wow. that was. And it went bad? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it finally, it, it, sauerkraut got even tell. more sour. <laughs> like, how do you tell? Because it's like vinegary to begin with. You know, you taste the, it. You're like, universal mm. sign of something going bad is it tastes vinegary. Two th- I know, exactly. It, w- it was hard to discern, but as you guys know, I am a royal taster and the job <laughs> that Jennifer No, you're not. That's Jennifer me. is. That's Come me, on, and Ellen. that's my profession. Don't steal it. <laughs> yep, I'm so sorry, but cra- there are a few was- of us. We're a niche group, <laughs> and I will not have you encroaching upon How's business? my profession. Yeah, who is business? Business is great. Business is booming. <laughs> Did you? Unfortunately, I had a little mishap with the Russian guy, but that was just neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> nice timely little Thank you. connection Thank there. You. I like that. Newsworthy. That. I like that. That was good. Oh my! Well, I bonus just points. Hold on. Bonus points to either one of you. I'm pointing to you both in the Zoom screen. Who I can tell that. me his name? I don't know why oh, his God, name I, is sticking with me. Boris. Somebody. Nope. Come on, Ellen. You listen to a lot of podcasts every morning. It's not Lukashenko. He nope. is the head of Belarus. It is Shmirnov, Yakov Shmirnov. Yes, it is Yakov Shmirnov. No, it's Alexei Navalny. I don't know wow. how I, how I can't remember that? my own children. I don't know why this name is sticking. That out. is remarkable. I will Thank give you. you that. Props for that. If you, end up, like, if you end up calling one of your kids Alexei Navalny, I think I'm going to adopt them and just get Oh, them it's because her name is Alexandra. It's the root of Alex. That's why oh, she remembers. She's thinking know. about herself again. This oh, whole memory God. thing. Yeah. It's very off-brand for me, but I don't know. What do yeah. you know? Oh, my God. It's, it. what, hey, you know what? Hashtag 2020. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Jennifer, yeah. Sorry, sorry you let that one slip through the cracks. Yeah, it happens. You can't win them all. <laughs> so the moral of the story is keep an eye on your sauerkraut. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks. Was he eating sauerkraut at the time? Because if you're going to slip some poison in and no, in a place no. where you'd never borscht. taste it, I Only would think borscht. sauerkraut. Oh, borscht. borscht. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Again, Alexei Navalny, yeah. this is very, very unkind. And there are a few, few royal taste testers in the world, and so we all have to stick together. Oh, I have a couple of um, uh, to-be-continued items to sure. throw back to. You may not remember the last episode, but nope. there were a couple of things that we discussed. <laughs> nope, there they go. Black we don't, don't remember. I have no idea. Okay. So uh, you guys had asked, I had mentioned that I was an earth sign in the horoscope, and you two wanted to know what element, what natural element your signs were. So I wanted to make sure that I got back to you on that information. And I believe Virgo, that'd be you, yeah. Jen, you are Earth. And Good. Gemini, uh, Miss Alex, you're air. Okay. Mm. And one of the things to keep in mind, so Earth, so there's fire, Earth, air, and water. And as you would imagine, Earth, wind, and Earth, fire. Earth, Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was going to sing September, but I'm not going to now. Go ahead. Do you? 
Do you remember? I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all I wanted to say was that earth and water are very tight. They can be soulmates because, as you can imagine, earth and water meld together very well. And air and fire, you can see how air fuels fire. Those two groups of signs go together very well. So Jen and I can be soulmates because oh, we are earth thanks. and water. Well, and then there's, then there's Alex on the outside looking in. <laughs> Users, I mean listeners, I'm I'm flipping them both off right now. <laughs> well, there's there's bound to be somebody double gun barrel for you. too. Double Alex, I'm barrel. sure there's going to be somebody for you. It's okay. I oh, wait a minute, didn't you say? Oh, oh, neither of you are fire. fire. I need to Andy? find a fire. Is what's Andy what's, fire? what's his sign? What's your husband's sign? What I'll tell you what October? he is. Is that a Libra? Uh, that is probably a Libra. Yeah. So that's air. So there you go. We're two air. We're two airheads. Oh, well, that, that completely. <laughs> I mean. Well, now, I guess at least now I have the explanation we've been looking for for 22 years. Folks. My work here is done. <laughs> Thank you, Ellen. Illuminating. You're, you're very welcome. So here is another to be continued. Like we had another follow-up coming off of our last episode. We had talked a lot about both the Bermuda Triangle and Stonehenge, and there were a couple little follow-ups. Now, you guys had asked a question, and I think maybe Alex did. Why was the Bermuda Triangle like this craze, this obsession? It seemed like years ago when we were younger, like everybody was trying to figure out the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. And nobody talks about it anymore. So, of course, I had to research that and see what I could find out. And what I found out was there's really nothing weirdly mysterious about the Bermuda Triangle. It doesn't, uh, ships and planes don't go down in that section of water any more than other sections of water, you know, given the size of the, of the territory. It, they get a fair amount of um, ships and planes um, having problems because it's a huge hurricane triangle, right? between It's between Florida, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. Like that's where it is. So there are lots of storms and the Gulf Stream runs through there. So it's a really busy place for stuff to go down. The reason it became like mysterious is because we would lose ships and planes there and um, and we couldn't um, salvage them. We couldn't get to the bottom. It's deep there. So we couldn't salvage all of them. And in the 40s, some terrible Navy pilot went down with five other planes. He was a bad pilot. He'd had to be rescued a couple times before. And his mother didn't want him to take the blame for all these deaths. So she asked the Navy to post the reason for the crash as cause unknown. Oh, Which, as you would imagine. The first helicopter parent, Ellen. Right, it's helicopter parenting and conspiracy <laughs> theories parenting. are born. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Did you see that? I can't believe I didn't see that one. God, I'm, I'm so off my game. Well done, yep. Jennifer. Pick it up. Pick up the pace. Pick up the pace. Yeah, so anyway, so and then a guy in the 70s wrote a book about the mysteries of the Bermuda Triangle. How come we haven't recovered this? How come we haven't seen that? So there really is no true mystery. It's just been a conspiracy theory that just continues and continues to go on. And uh. it kind of died out somewhere along the 80s. People just turned so to whatever the next thing was. there one plane that went down? Though, pardon my interruption, in like the 70s or 80s that resurfaced all of this, I feel like there was a missing plane. They, the 80s, no, they did. They did. I can't remember it because I know I read so much dumb stuff, but <laughs> I do remember they did recover something that they hadn't found in like 50 years. Okay. They did find it, yeah, popped it to the top of the news cycle. Yeah, they did, kind of which is okay. why it pops up again. Yeah. Okay. Now, the best news for somebody like me in researching this is I did not know in the Bermuda Triangle is the deepest point of the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, your fave. Yeah. I, I know I love the deep parts of the ocean. Yeah. 
Where is the Marianas Trench again? Is it on the other side, the other ocean? It's in the Pacific. It's in the Pacific. Okay. Yes. So Marianas Trench is in the Pacific. And just so everybody gets their stats, because this is why you listen to this show. It's a science show. Really, at the the heart of it, this is a technology and science show. (laughs) It really is. You know what? You know what? We We need to start, you know tagging these episodes differently that, that's on me hashtag, guys. that's on me hashtag tech nerd hashtag tech is Bill, my life bill hashtag nye is science one of our, or die yeah yep. bill nye is one of our super fans so i guess that makes yeah. sense that's true it's interesting that he follows us hi bill shout out to super fan bill nye <laughs> there you go so just so you know so let's level set the mariana trench deepest point in the ocean thirty six thousand two hundred and one feet the Milwaukee depth in the Puerto Rico trench, which is in the Bermuda Triangle, 27,493 oh. feet. Okay. For perspective, Mount Everest, 29,000 feet. Okay. So Mariana Trench, bigger than Mount Everest. Uh, the Milwaukee depth, a little bit smaller. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to convert them into miles. So Mariana Trench is like seven miles deep. Um, what do you Divide call it? Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, it's like it's like like five five miles. Five thousand to five thousand two hundred eighty feet to a mile. Dude, I like bitch and yep. moan about running a five k. That's three miles. I can't imagine swimming down that. I don't plus think a I few don't, more. You can. I don't think you should. I don't think you should. Well, I'm not going to because <laughs> because in the triathlon I'm doing, I'm on the running part. I'm not on the swimming part. Sure. Otherwise, I would be very nervous right now. Okay. Um, now, um, part two, Stonehenge. So much yes. briefer on this is my edge. This is my answer. So I want to hear. Right. And you wanted to know where the heck did it come from? How did they get those stones there? What the hay? So they don't have all the answers. They do have a lot of answers. They don't have all of them. The whole setup between four and 5,000 years old. Been there for a long, 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 long time. The biggest stones at Stonehenge are 25 tons. Oh, so that's... Really heavy, right? The biggest stones. They were dragged. They figure out where they came, with the quarry they came from. It's about 20 miles away. So oh, Neolithic, we're talking cavish yeah. people, yeah. Um, drag these things 20 miles. You can imagine so, how long it took them. What is the explanation for that? That's my question. Well, the one thing they do know for sure is that uh-huh. the site is a burial site. So cremated oh. remains were brought there to be buried. So it was definitely like a, like a cemetery. It definitely is a cemetery. After that, they, I started reading them like, wait a minute. Nobody has one answer for this. It's a worship site. It's a, uh, there's an altar there. The Romans came. So it's been there for thousands of years. So um, originally what it was, the only thing they know originally that it was, was a cemetery. That's the one thing they huh. can carbon date the remains and know that people were originally buried there. Was it a place of worship? Probably. Did it become other things when the Romans came through and Anglo-Saxons came through? Yeah. And that's when I just said, you know what? Go find a real science podcast if you want to know the rest I thought you were That's when I was like, you know what? Real Housewives of New out. York reunion is on and I got to go get a watch-in. But um, I do want to give you a piece of information that you can use at all your cocktail parties that we're all having now. And um, just to show up anybody else, henge is a noun. So he- there, a henge is a thing. Oh, I never knew it? this. What does it mean, uh, an arrangement? It, does henge mean arrangement? I will read you what I copied off of the International Superweb. The term describes a raised earthwork with an internal ditch. What? A what raised 
earth, it's like, think like a moat kind of, like a two-sided moat sort of thing. And it says, technically, Stonehenge's ditch is outside its earthwork, so it's not even a true henge. Yeah, it should it. be like stone ditch. Yeah, it's, it's, anyway, it's a henge. A henge is kind of a ditch. Okay. Wow, Ellen. Right? Okay. Those are yeah, like kind impressive. of some curses. <laughs> a henge is just a ditch anyway. You know, I'm going to tell someone that today. Be like, I don't want to talk to you. A henge is just a ditch. Okay. So a henge is just a ditch. Henge. Go dig a henge. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Let's go sit in your henge. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Sure. See, you learned a new word. And you know, I'm always trying to do that for you. There we go. Thanks, I think, I think before we lose our minds, let's just get to like it or not. start with this one it'll take you right to a certain place in time i think like it or not the dave matthews band (laughs) i'll take this one oh actually jennifer and i both have interesting stories yeah how how did i not know that so um i okay do i like yeah i like sure i like i don't listen to them a whole lot but i like when i was in college i think i was probably a sophomore in college I went with my friends. We were big concert goers. And there was this little, there was this little place. I went to UMass Amherst and there was this little place in Northampton called Iron Horse. Is that what it was called, Jennifer? I think so. I can't remember. Anyway, so they had like the ballroom upstairs where they would do the ballroom, I don't know, let's say it held like a thousand people. Then the downstairs probably held like oh yeah, no, I know 150, about. maybe. It was like where kind of the dumpy bands went. And my friends and I went to see. Colonel Bruce Hampton in the Aquarium Rescue Unit. Yes, that was a band and we went because we loved them. So we get there and we're all psyched and this opening band gets up and they're playing and I was like, dude, these guys are good. And so I walked on over to the card table that was set up. This was in 91, two. And I, you know, where there's a little, like their, their, their singular roadie sitting there. And I was like, hey, these guys are good. Do they have a CD? And they're like, well, you can send away for it. So I had to take a postcard, write a check, send away for it. And that little band was Dave Matthews Band. So I, I had one of the very first CDs. How about that? Look at you. That's impressive. I know. Yeah. Thank you. And I saw them with 100 other people. And they were great. But um, yeah, I haven't listened to him in a long time. But good on them. He's, yeah. a, he's an oddly weird, deep voice now that I don't know where that came from. I don't know if that was always the thing. But yeah, what are you going to do? So yeah, I give it a thumbs up. Jennifer, over to you. Um, yeah, I like them. I, I liked their music for Qu- Under the Table and Dreaming. Wasn't that the name of the CD? Yep. The big one? Yeah. Ants Which Marching. Just, yep. Ants Marching. Yeah. I loved that that title too, because I can remember as a child lying under our dining room table and just like, you know, hanging out. With all the feet. So, yeah. At <laughs> our parents' dinner problems. Yeah. The claw feet on the bottom of my parents. No, I meant the human people's feet. feet. They were there eating. No, but we, had, we had claw and ball feet on the bottom of our dining room table. So yeah, I just, I thought it was a cute name, but the music itself, I always really liked. Um, yeah, it was of that era of our lives. It brings me back to a certain place in time, like post-college, that kind of thing. Um, but in terms of Dave Matthews, the man, um, I, I, I can't remember if I've told this on the podcast before, apologies if I have, but um, I feel like we have a little bit of connection oh. in that um, when I was working at, we're all like, oh, did I say it? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I was working at a place in downtown city and um, my office was on a very chichi fanfan street in town. And underneath my office was a children's clothing store, also very chichi fanfan. So I'm coming down one day and a guy is coming up 
from the stairs and we almost like bumped into each other and I was like oh hey because you just you're like oh I know him I don't know how I know him but I know him does he cut my bagel is he on the same tea as me I don't know but right. he's like oh yeah hey how are you and he had a bag in his hand a little whatever the name of the place was and then I get like 10 paces past him and I'm like and I stop I'm like wait a minute it was Dave Matthews and sure enough it was he was in town playing that that weekend fast forward like I don't know, 10 years. And I'm uh, waiting for the Acela. There's a huge storm I'm in, in Penn Station in New York. And these, and every, you know, in the Acela where you wait and then you have to run to a train the minute they announce what track it is. So everybody's canceled all their flights because the flights aren't going out. So everybody's on the train and it's jamming and whatever. And I'm waiting in a line and I turn around behind me and there's a bunch of musicians and one of them has like a big, you know, like a bass guitar and, you know, giant earrings in his ear and whatever. And I look around and I said to the guy, next to him and I go, do we know if this is the train to Boston, downtown city or the train to DC or whatever? And he's downtown like, mm, city. not sure. And then I look at the guy and again, I go, hey, and he goes, oh, hey, how are you? I'm like, good. Turn around again. I'm like, damn it, it was Dave Matthews. It's like he's following me. I think, <gasps> I think he might he have a small obsession with me. Yeah. Because what are the odds that I would see him in two cities and speak to him <clears throat> just as if regular folk, as if we know one another. That's I think, spooky. I think That's he might spooky. have a thing for me. Yep. You know, that's all I'm going to say. So yeah. Big thumbs up too. Over to you, Ellen. Interesting. Interesting. You guys spent, I think, more time on the experience of being close to, nearby, looking at Dave Matthews yeah. than the actual music, the music? produced yeah. by <laughs> Dave Matthews. Um, I have no personal experience. Well, no, I'll give the, the personal experience. Um, when I think of Dave Matthews, it reminds me of these two young people who were employees of mine when I worked in San Francisco many years ago, and they fell in love under my watch. And it was an era at a particular company. Um, I had young children at the time, and they were all 20-somethings. And literally, I'm going to say one, two, three, four, five marriages out wow. of that department. Yes, out of a department of like 15 people. They met wow. the people they were going to marry, and they're all still married today. Um, and this particular couple were big uh, Dave Matthews band fans. And the guy was so head over heels in love with this girl. Shout out to Derek and Jess. Um, and, and she was, and she, they were both, they're both wonderful people. Like they're the nicest people in the world. And it was great that they found each other. So when I ever, whenever I hear Dave Matthews, I think of those two and that, that people falling in love and being happy. So I don't have strong feelings for or against his music. I don't seek it out, but when I hear it, I think of them. So I have a nice memory. So there you go. Yeah. Dave Matthews, so Dave there you Matthews. go. Thumbs up across the board, boom. I imagine there's a lot of people who hate Dave Matthews. Oh, I think some people do. I think yeah. what I would, yeah, I think I think it's the kind of music that turns into Muzak that is easy yeah. listening as it ages. So I think some, I think some younger people are like, oh God, Dave Matthews, kind of. Or, but they may think the, that about the Beatles for that for that matter. True. So. They may think or that about us. The, <laughs> for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> also, people who think that it's like a you know Grateful Dead knockoff, like if oh, Grateful purists. Dead sold out to be like poppy. That's Commercial, what, right? Right. I hear you. Those people way. are stupid. God, that was I just stupid. I don't even know those people exist. I made that up completely. You just created a cohort. You created a cohort of people. You wow. did. Co is cohort the official word of 2020? By the way, Ugh, I think it might yes. be. Uh, I think pandemic is probably a front runner. <laughs> yeah. And COVID and Corona and Fauci. I think you got a few up there. You know what? We should we should write the official uh, like lexicon, lexicon of 2020, and I would say ah. cohorts in it. I think I'm, I'm sure it's that's up there. the that's the third word Alex has used today with lex being the um, derivative. 
and it won't be the last listeners won't be okay. the last all right i'm reeling it back in back in okay. back on me back Hold to on, me watch me flex <laughs> <laughs> i got a million of them you guys you just this is just the tip of the iceberg great anyway, sorry go ahead ellen, ellen? She, ellen's wow. giving me the stink eye go 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 jesus wow try this on like it or not bruce willis oh i like very much <laughs> You just lit up. Suddenly you lit up. Yeah. Well, I got a lot to say about him. I like, um, well, obviously there's the quintessential stuff that everybody likes, like, you know, yippee motherfucker and, and die hard and all that stuff. And, but I loved him from moonlighting on. I thought they had magic chemistry and he plays a really good straight man, but he uh, also has really good comedic timing. I think he's funny in real life. And then I also find him kind of attractive yep, for I a little man. Yep. Um, there's a movie, it's it's probably not one you'd think of immediately about him, but um, The Kid, Disney's hmm. The Kid, where he, he goes, like, he becomes himself back in time. And Is it, like, big? Kind of, sort of. It's cute. It's very sweet. If you're looking for a movie to watch with little kids, it's a great movie. It's a good feel-good movie. Surprisingly, like, sexy in it. Very cute. Um, I think he's got a really nice, like, um, demeanor, and obviously kind of rolls with the whole, like, I'm no longer... You know, um, I'm no longer married to Demi Moore, but we're going to co-parent and, and be, you know, fine with one another. And yeah, no, I like him. That's oh. all I'm going to say. He also looks really good in pants. And oh. I know that sounds oh. really weird, but oh. there's not a lot of men who look great in pants. He looks good in pants. And when he shaved his hair off, too, found him equally attractive. He didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss no. a beat. Yeah, I like. Well, wow. I have a question about the man in pants. Like, um <laughs> There's lots of guys looking in pants. I don't know where else, where else the majority of the world looks bad. I don't know. What else are you Sometimes there are some men who can wear pants really well. Like they hang off of them a certain way. Yes. You know, they, they, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I agree with that, Jennifer. Okay. I bet I he wears, so. I bet he wears very well tailored pants. I bet, I bet he does. I'm just going to say. I bet he, I bet he gets some help. Um, oh, I'm, I'm on board with Jennifer. Love him. Have loved him since Moonlighting as well. Everything he does. Like, I'm always, I'm always in. You say Bruce Willis is in this movie? I'm showing up. I like it. Um, I, I laughed when you asked this because I have been reading a lot this summer because I'm trying to better myself. And I just finished Inside Out Demi Moore's memoir. Oh, you are bettering yourself. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> you really are catching up journalism. on the on yes. the canon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I feel as though I you know actually can speak on this topic because I've just done a deep dive on his first marriage. Um, he he was a good guy. He was he was he was very romantic, and he totally dug her. And she, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, a hey, spoiler alert: anyone who wants to read the memoir. Um, Demi, in her mind, has just, you know, it's one success after another. You know, like, there's, <laughs> she really doesn't swing and miss very You don't often. say. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, yeah, like, it does sound as though, like, he was, he was a great guy. He was all in. According to her, they just got divorced because she kind of didn't, you know, value him enough. And she made him think, like, she didn't need him enough. So, all right. Okay. These, these things happen. But, yeah, I dig him. Where are we going? I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to talk about him as a person because I feel like I know him really well now. Um, but Through yeah, the lens I love to me. He's you, me, and yes, could be via to me. I know him very well. So we. Um, so he just. He just seems like a ton of fun. Always does. I think you could totally have a beer with him. I love all yep. those movies, even the bad ones. I like. And yeah, 
yeah, meow. Aging well, too. Aging <laughs> really well. Totally. Yeah. Like almost Benjamin buttoning it a little bit. He's like, looks Whoa. better now than he did before. Wow. Uh, yeah, I like him. I like him with this amount of hair over like the David Addison from Moonlighting. Right. Good recall. Also, I'm getting older too, so. And also, <laughs> you just, and you've also just read Demi's memoir. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. You know, what are the odds? What are the odds that this would I be a book? Would... It's a book report from Alex. <laughs> Bill, Bill Nye, are you listening to these gems? <laughs> I, I tell you guys where the deepest point of the Atlantic Ocean is, and she tells the truth about Demi Moore's career. Yep. That's, that's everything here. Everything's here. Yeah. All you need is right here yeah. on the sidebar. Um, I like Bruce Willis well enough. Um, I find him attractive. I'll agree with that. I find him attractive. I think there was a point... Uh, and you know these things matter to me, but I think there was a point where his politics were not exactly in line with where my mine were. And um, yeah, I think he had a, a swing in the other direction. Yeah, I think there was, but it was short-lived, whatever it was. I can't remember what the, it might've been guns. Like there might've been some issue where he wasn't, uh, he surprised I don't remember me. that, but I will. I don't either. And so I don't, I don't want to malign him unfairly. So I'll just say like, yeah, he was attractive. He's always fun to watch on screen. He's like a natural movie star. Like he grabs the camera, whatever he shows you. And you know, he'd be fun. He's funny and you yeah. know he'd be fun. So I think the three enthusiastic, well-tailored pant thumbs up for <laughs> Bruce Willis. Yeah. And a man who looks good in pants, I mean, how can I, you knock that? I'm <laughs> sick and tired of the kilts. I'm tired of the kilts. Same. Like, come back kilts to the and tutus. It's hard yeah. to really, it's hard to really, you know, like, it doesn't, like nail that. It doesn't fire me up the same no. way. It does not. No. It does not. And well, kilt, you know. <laughs> now we're getting the finger from somebody. Okay, fine. All right. Here's our last, like it or not, completely shifting gears. You won't see this coming. Like it or not, hanging things off your rear view mirror. No. No. Absolutely not. Uh, I, I think I will go first. I don't like things. I don't like things anywhere on the dashboard. I don't like stuff hanging up there. When I get in the car with my husband, he always will take pieces of paper and put them on the dashboard. I'm like, how can you drive? Can't you see it reflecting in, in the windshield? It makes me bananas. I like, I go through like a gallon of windshield wiper fluid like in an afternoon. I, I need it crystal clear. I don't, I, anything in my field of vision, I can't stand it. The only, the only thing I will let go is the high school senior who has their tassel hanging. The tassel. I think they're so proud of themselves. And nowadays that we're all wearing masks, everyone's hanging their mask on the thing. I'm like, no, no. I put mine Agreed. elsewhere. Yeah, I don't like Agreed. it. Yeah, wow. God. Jen? Jennifer, yep. you and me today. No? Yep. Yeah, no, I agree with you. A, it's it impairs your field of vision, as you mentioned. But beyond that, it's, oh, just the cheese of it all. And it could be because of the era in which we all grew up. The fuzzy hanging dice. dice, the, you know, the fuzzy dice, that kind of thing. But it just, it, it it's like a scene from Saturday Night Fever kind of thing. You know, like, oh, just, it dates you. It makes you look cheesy. The absolute worst are the trees that smell, and I can't handle that. And the, the worst is when you see somebody with eight of them hanging from their Oh, so gross. You're like, eight air fresheners. So yeah. Yeah. Like, or you could take one off and it doesn't work anymore. You don't have to just yeah. add to it. You don't have to. <laughs> that's it's not US. like a, a sign of achievement. Yeah. Pile in the mod. That's right. <laughs> I've been smelly for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Exactly. I've been smelly so, for 16 trees. Yeah. No, I just, it, it gives like a cheesy vibe to your car without saying a word. That's yeah. That's where I'm at. 
I, I wholeheartedly agree. I asked this question because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't the only bitchy crank in the world who can't stand things hanging off the rear view mirror. Like maybe, you know, maybe you just need to have more fun in life, Ellen. Maybe you just need to not worry so much. But I see my, my favorite thing to crab about is I'll see people who will hang prisms and disco balls oh, off wow. their rear view mirrors, things that reflect the light which have got to be about the most distracting thing you could choose to put in front of you when you're driving. Yeah. And I'll see people like, Oh yeah, it reflects the light. And it's, are you out of your mind? Yeah. I, wow. I can't have, I am with you guys. Can't have anything on the dashboard, anything hanging off. I really ask this question. It's a self-help question to make sure that I am justified <laughs> no. in this point of view. And I feel, I feel vindicated. I feel, I feel yeah. confirmed and affirmed. We validate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I need some validation today. Wait, I've never seen anyone with a prism or I like have. a disco ball. I have. Huh. I've seen a and disco are, ball. I've not seen a prism. And there's also, I should say, there are certain ethnicities that put good luck charms off their uh, rearview mirrors. And like, I can't, yeah. I can't rag on. Of- uh, yes, whoever that is, I can't yes. Who it is. some people like to tack um, little statuettes on their yeah. dashboards, and I get that it's a that's it's a traditional thing, but it's also dumb. Sorry, I'm not, I don't. I don't I'm not offending <laughs> your ethnicity yeah. or your religion, but you're dumb. But you're dumb, okay, you're so guys. Dumb. Just so you, you know, know what? So stop put, doing. Put, put Jesus. Put Jesus on the side. Put him right on the side. You can put him right there where your door where your door handle is. No, he's he's taking the wheel anyway, so you don't need to worry. Yeah, put him on the uh, wheel. Which, no, Jesus takes the wheel. I know. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> For any of you listeners, listeners, we're here to spell it. I don't even know where the energy is today. It's, it's flowing. It's all over the place. Just for safety, here comes Speed Round. Okay. You'll, you'll laugh when you hear the question because I'm going to say, try this on for size. Uh, which shoe would you rather wear every day for the rest of your life? Pink Ugg boots or pink Crocs? Ugg boots. Pink Ugg boots. Oh, I hate Crocs so. Oh, I hate them so much. I hate them so much. I, you know, every Facebook memories will pop things up and I'll be like, this is, you know, you know, here's your post from 10 years ago. And I'll see my kids, like little kids with those little Crocs. I'm like, oh, that's where Crocs need to end in little shoes, like little sizes, like once. Little they people. Should, yeah, they shouldn't get into adult sizes. Period. Plus, they make your foot look a hundred times bigger. And I know that a lot of people who are like chefs or whatever, they wear them all the time. That's all I know is that I've seen it. There's probably a reason for it, but no. Now, that aside, <laughs> also not a fan of the Ugg boots. Not, I mean, there was a time, you know, that I know that they were a big deal. Maybe they still are, but they're furry. I run cold. I don't think I would like it in the summer yet. I still see some ding dongs wearing them in the summer. So I guess it can be done, but yeah, it's uh, neither is a really great option. No, but I, I, I can't with the croc cause I just can't. And you anti- know what? Hard no, anti croc. Got no it. No offense to croc wearers, but it's, you're not going to ever find a place in my closet. And that's where I, that's where We're, I stand on that. That's where <laughs> she stands in her topic. Ugg boots on that. Jen, how about you? I go opposite. No, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I don't like either of them. I'd like to put that out there to begin with. There's no question. They're both they're both not footwear. 
Let's just put it that way. They're not, uh, they're, yeah. neither of them provide support. Neither of them are good for your feet. They're both hideous to look at. Pink is a tough color on both, but I think it's easier to wear a pink croc versus a pink Ugg. Also, one reason alone, the sweaty factor of the Ugg. Those things are foul. There was like a whole New York Times article about how oh. awful the smell emanating from an Ugg would be during cold weather, let Ew. alone during the summer. So foul, so disgusting, so horrible. Like I, my feet are itching right now just thinking about it. Oh, oh, oh. Like they're, ugh. Shearling, as a general rule, I would like to say, I never understood the shearling, like people who love shearling. I apologize to either of you if you have a shearling coat. I knew someone in New York who loved her shearling coat and she used sure. to trot it out literally eight of the 12 months of the year. And I was like, really, is it shearling weather? I feel like there's like maybe three weeks in the year that's appropriate for shearling. And that's about it. Other than that, you, you walk around dressed like a lamb. I don't get it. <laughs> I, wow. It's just, it's not attractive. It makes you sweat. There's shearling on the inside. Mm -hmm. It's all of it. Ugh. I would go croc in a heartbeat. It's plastic, it's gross, I get it. I look like Mario Batali probably when I walk mm. around with them. I don't True. care. Yes, I liked them when the kids were little. That was fine. But yeah, crock over an Ugg every day of the week, twice in the summer. Wow. Oh, boy. She feels strongly. Strong sweat. opinions. Strong track. opinions. You know what? Um, I can say with uh, full confidence, A, I've never owned either shoe. I've never worn either shoe. I have tried on an Ugg once and literally whoever the Ugg shoemakers are, they called up Hanna-Barbera, the people who invented the Flintstones, and said, can you send me the foot outline of Fred Flintstone? Like that's the, the degree of detail to the cutting of the sole of the Ugg. They sent you a rectangle? <laughs> they were like, this, this is what we used. <laughs> it's like I can't make my foot fit this cutout no matter what I do. It's just, it was just, they never, ever, ever fit me. So I Your just- foot is buy, not a giant rectangle? It's so it's, weird. No. Well, it is right now. It's sitting in a surgical boot. So it is, it is a little bit, <laughs> which gives me a feeling of the, yes, 500 uh, degree temperature of being in an Ugg boot all, uh, all the days of my life. That's kind of what it feels like. I think I would have to go with the croc just because there's room to move. I am still- Ventilation. There's ventilation. I do find it kind of disgusting. I don't understand why chefs chose chose Crocs as their uh, their shoe of choice. Uh, the only thing I can I will look this up. The only thing I can speculate is that they're rubber, so they grip the slippery floors of kitchens, and you can hose them off when things are dirty. That's why they can rinse them off. Right, but there's but the holes. Your holes are making yeah, your feet gross. and then they gross. rinse off and they dry very easily. Yeah, you but just the inside and the out, that's why. And your foot, which you have to, because the ketchup is going in the holes in your foot, too. And the, as, as you can see, I worked, I, I worked at the oh, nicest yeah, I was restaurant. just going to say the sauerkraut. Damn it. I hate when you beat me to the joke like a eighth right. of a second. Okay. Um, so I believe Crocs win two to one. That's where we are. Yeah, but nobody's happy. Me. Nobody's happy. Try this one. I think this is going to be an interesting question. I always think that, don't I? All right. Would you rather have a partner who takes a lot of selfies or one who takes a lot of pictures of you? Oh, they're both well, bad. That's a, that's a you got to go first. I got to think about this one. I need, yeah, I, I can't go first. Taking pictures of himself constantly or you constantly? Which could you live with? I don't oh like this God. guy. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't like either of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just going to break up with a guy. I'm going to say I'm sleeping with one eye open either way. I'm just hoping you go first so I could think about this more. Um, oh, I went first on Crocs. You're going to take this because I need some time. I mean, okay. I, I, I guess take selfies, but I would admonish him or her, whatever, you know, at, at every turn because it would be... I, I've, we've discussed this on the podcast before, Ellen, you were the one to bring it up. I've brought it up since then with my children about how, isn't it strange that our culture is now totally fine with people being incredibly vain and constantly snapping photos of themselves as if it's the norm. I find it to be weird. And yeah, so I'm not okay with that, but somebody that, that's like weird stalker, like, what are you doing with all those photos of me? And and I would not feel comfortable in my own home or in my own skin if I felt like I was going to be photographed at every angle. Look, I am very selective in what I will allow to be posted of me for mm-hmm. many reasons. Um, but yeah, I think I would feel very on edge with someone who is always snapping a photo of me. I don't think I could handle that. I'd much rather be irritated by their vanity. And as I said, you know, basically chide them or 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 wag my finger at them repeatedly and be like, get off your phone. But oh, oh, funny, I do that to three of the people in my home all the time. That's so weird. I guess I'm That's pretty strange. good. Yeah, and much rather that than the creepiness, like silence of the lambs, ugh, taking photos of me. Oh, I don't yeah, ugh, no. That's where I'm going. But they're both equally terrible. Uh did somebody just fall down on your stairs? <laughs> Welcome to 2020, podcast listeners. Yeah, there's no alone time. (laughs) Uh uh Um, All right, Alex, what are you doing? You know, I gotta tell you, I think I think she made a very good point. Um, Yeah, I'd rather be annoyed that he's so again or she, but I happen to be with he. Like, I guess I'd rather be annoyed that he was all into, you know, look at how I look in my pants <laughs> or, or whatever it is that in he's taking crocs. pictures of. You know, or, or, or yeah, like don't these Crocs really accentuate my calves? But um, <laughs> I think, yeah, like I'd be more creeped out and annoyed and just like, wow, if I turned around every time and, and someone was taking pictures of me. So I was like, I'd be like, stop it. What? Like, ah. yeah. And and I don't even, I'm not even talking about him posting the pictures of me. I'm talking about knowing that he's there wanting to take them of me. I'd be like, no, there's going to be a little bit of a chase in this game here. Like, <laughs> I, like I'm a game player. I think we all know this. Like, you, oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't, I would be very annoyed with him being so vain, but you know, maybe at back to Jennifer's point, maybe he looks great in pants. And so he just wants to share it with the world. <laughs> That's probably it. It's probably Bruce Willis and he just can't stop looking at his well-tailored pants. Oh, for he sure. just can't. He can't. Yeah, for sure. No, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any good answer to this question. Neither situation is one you want to find yourself trapped in. Um, I didn't even think about it when I picked this question, but um I was married to a photographer for years and he would take pictures of me all the time. And he wanted to take even more pictures of me all the time. And I would periodically say, just stop. No, stop. Can you stop? Put the camera away. Can you like, he, he was pretty, uh, he wasn't terrible about it, but I got my picture taken and there, (laughs) that's why I'm going to go through all my photographs. Um, There are more pictures in existence of me than I would like there to be because he was taking pictures all the time. He just, and he used to say his saying was, this is for, for our younger listeners who wouldn't even understand this. He would say, film is cheap. 
And I'd say, well, no, it's not actually. <laughs> it's uh, like three bucks a roll. But he would just blow through. He would take lots and lots of pictures. So I have kind of lived that existence a little bit of someone taking pictures of me all the time. Uh, and I got used to it. Like it, it didn't, you know. Like any supermodel to, would. Like, well, just like, I mean, look. Everybody wants. I was just going to say, though, yeah. you got used to it and then you divorced it. So I yeah, think true. I know. <laughs> I know which is true. Is. I'm actually not married to the Good guy point. anymore, so maybe it did add up. <laughs> but I, I want to say that sin was way at the bottom. Mm, yeah, there were a bunch of things in <laughs> that front was, of it. That wasn't the number one reason. Okay, all right. I, that just, was not, I wasn't sure. In the court proceedings, that was not <laughs> item number one. He keeps shooting pictures of me. I can't Your stand Honor, it. I can't turn around without I the camera in my face. Stand it. Oh yeah, did I say he needs to get a job? Yeah, I forgot that part too. Um, Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Don't worry. There's another person who doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'm not <laughs> worried about it. <laughs> anyway, I would say if I had to imagine being married to someone or being with someone who was taking pictures of themselves all the time. I don't, I really don't think I could stand it because I can't stand this generation taking pictures of themselves all the time. It really does bother me that people are that self-obsessed. So I would, for, because I've lived through it partly, I would take the, yeah, take as many pictures of me as you want. Go for it. Go for it. I look good. Who can blame you? Yeah. So that, that would be my answer. Yep. Wow. You didn't see that coming, did you? No, you I didn't. didn't. See that that no, was I a didn't. real curveball at the end there. Yeah. Huh? Yep. All right. Try this one. You know, you constantly keep us guessing, Ellen. I do. That's my job here. It's it's my job here on the sidebar is to keep you kids tap dancing. Try this. Would you rather chew with your mouth open for the rest of your life or always put your phone calls on speaker on public transit? And again, this is what I say found. It again. This is what I found on the internet. I'm like, this who made this? What I like this is, is who made one. this an equivalency? That's the best part of this game. I know, like, that's what I'm, trying to, I'm these... trying to do the connection right now. Go well, ahead, do, say would, it you again. Ra- would you rather, for the rest of your life, chew with your mouth open or always put your phone calls on speakerphone when you're on public transit? Okay, just, I'm going to say out in public. Let's just say out in public. If you're on the phone, it's got to be on speakerphone or you chew with your mouth open. I think I have mine. I think go ahead. you go first because I'm still go debating. And I can't believe I'm going to say this because they're both, they're, neither of them are good options. No. I think I'm going to go with the phone on speaker. And the reason is because when I am sitting across from somebody who chews with their mouth open, it is all I can focus on to the <laughs> point where I'm like, like, I mean, absolutely gagging. What, like with every, you know, like you're seeing them open in the, in the, it just, it's so revolting to me. So revolting. And I know it, it's such a weird thing to be so hyper-focused on. It, it really is, but it, it's just, it's, it's one gross. of those, it's one of those pet peeves of mine that I'm just like, oh my God, close your mouth. This is so gross. We're all sitting here like this, have some etiquette. Speaking of etiquette, oh my God, how much do I hate it when someone's like rah, 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 on a, on a, on a um, public, in a public place. But I think I hate that like it one hair less than the mouth, the mouth open thing. You know, it doesn't gross me out. It makes me annoyed. And I think I'd rather be annoyed than like 
and grossed. Like, that's so disgusting. And that's what I'm thinking. And, and it think would be me. yourself too. You'd be grossed. That's out what by I mean. Like people, would be, I don't want people being like, she's disgusting, man. Why does she do that? I'd rather have them be like, who does she think cares to hear about, you know, when the clean meet are you at five at the corner of mobile. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So it's, it, this is a, this is a terrible option, but I'm going to go with the phone. Jennifer, um, what do you got? Okay, so to bookend what Alexander just said, they're terrible options. Both of them are two things that I hate. Two <laughs> of those things that are probably in my top 10 of things I hate about people's behaviors in life. Those are two of them. So this is a like oof, lesser of two evils. I would just like to state that. Mm-hmm. That being said, oh God, I'm going to disagree with you. But barely, barely. Ooh. Again, I am picking a lesser of two, di- two evils. And no, I'm dying one. to hear your reasoning. Okay, so for the first one, I have some extended family members who do that. Chew with their mouths open. Got it? Okay, yep, okay. It's awful. It's awful. As Alexander said, it's the only thing you can focus on. And, and the... <laughs> it's, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> It ruins your meal. It ruins their meal. It's it all does. I can fixate on. I can explain to me how. Explain to me why it's gross. Why? Oh, why? Is it? Oh God! It's not even the sound. It's the, oh, and I just want to shake the etiquette. Absolutely, all of the above. So so horrible. That being said, most of the time, and this is such a small technicality of how what I'm basing this on. I just need you to know this. They're both awful. I'm your basing, Honor. She's, this is a technicality. I like honor. to say, okay. sidebar. This is a tiny differential. It, this is the tiny differential for me, is that when you're eating, you're generally in a smaller group of people that you are definitely acquainted with. Whereas if you're talking on a cell phone and you're oftentimes surrounded by people who are strangers who you don't know, mm-hmm. and you're, you're basically opening up your world and everything in it to them, the benign conversation that you mentioned, like, oh, let's meet Joe on the corner of so-and-so. That's fine. Unless you're saying, hey, what were your test results for her please simplex 10? <laughs> and then it's on blast. It's on blast to everybody that you've never met before. And you're walking through life announcing every part about your life, whether it be small, whether it be large, whether it be like something that's intimate or something that's, that's you know, of the, of the everyday. It doesn't matter. You are not only announcing yourself to people that you don't know, but you are doing it on blast for a lot more people. I think the mouth open, you're looking at probably a group of maybe 15 to 20 tops in your close circle who would see it a lot, maybe, a, you know, a dinner out. <laughs> now and then with other people but oh i just the on blast in public you'd make so many more enemies it would be exponential the number of people who would hate you versus the eating and they'd get over it because i am one of those people who has had to get over it with other people in their life oh. because i love a- them. interesting 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 yeah Very. i was gonna say it's your loved ones who you're eating with are grossed out by you or strangers who hate you. Yes. And I think that's what it is. That's what the connection was, right? It's your loved ones versus the general public. And normally I would, I would veer towards, I don't want to hurt the ones I love, but isn't that how the saying goes? You do. You hurt the ones you you do. Those are only the ones you hurt. And you know, I'm a people pleaser in public and I can't handle that. So yeah. 
But screw her loved ones. Screw them. Yeah. Oh. Love her anyway. Get ready, family members. A lot of this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be going to dinner at Jen's anytime soon. (laughs) She's like, and I'm also not going to ride the subway with Alex. (laughs) No. Well, or with I, anyone, with anyone see, these days, let's be honest. That's true. Uh, I break it down a different way. Oh. I, br- I break oh. it down into control. So I don't like the fact that every time I chew, it's got to be with my mouth open, right? Like every time I chew, it has to be with my mouth open. I, there is no choice. It doesn't matter. When I always have to put my phone calls on speaker in public, well, hello, everybody. Maybe you don't take phone calls in public. Maybe you don't even oh. answer the phone. So, or if you do occasionally answer the phone, it's on speaker. That's the, that's the deal. That's part of the deal. But it is, you're on speaker. I'm talking to you for 10 seconds. What do you want? Yes, I'll call you later. Bye. Like you can discipline yourself. Don't wave your finger at me, Alexandra. No, I'm not done. I, I have don't a lot even, of to say. Let's go ahead. Alex, I'll keep going. I'll give you Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> I, I think, so I will take the phone over the chewing because I would, yeah, I, I hate both of them. I really hate both of them. And I am becoming a woman of a certain age who glares at anybody who does either of those things. I I have very little patience for either, but I feel like I could have control over the number of phone calls and the length of phone calls that I might have to take in public versus the fact that I'm always going to be chewing and eating. We know that goes with the territory and I would, I, I couldn't deal with that. So I will deal with the phone. I'll take the phone. Yes, Alex. So I was just going to say, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think you just Alexed the question. You like, (laughs) I I agree. Thank you. It was not, can I not talk on the phone in public anymore? It was, you're going to talk and it's always going to be on speaker. Cause I could be like, I'm never going to eat with friends again. Because I have to use my mouth. <laughs> so you know what? <laughs> oh my god! The thing I find the thing I find most disturbing is you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> I know. You know what? Yes. And now you're rubbing off on me because I'm calling you on it. <laughs> oh, the show's over. Listeners, okay. Oh my god, we're becoming one person. This show is terrible. <laughs> We're all going to be saying the exact same thing. We're all starting to agree on almost we, everything we now. Are. We're morphing into one another. It's not. Oh good. my god! We need to see more people. Pandemic end, please. We seriously. I, they, oh my they god! Talk, talk about. I talk about all the side effects of this pandemic. I did not see this one coming that we are munging into. I feel, I picture us being like, what was that McDonald's character? Was it like the grimace? It was Was the the one that was like a big sort of a blubby. That's us. Mm -hmm. That's, we are one big three face grimace. And by the way, I'm, I'm morphing into the grimace in other ways too. I'm not going to lie to you. Waistline. has not been kind. He's, he's kind of our patron saint yeah. of 2020. <laughs> yeah. Waistline, a lot of time at McDonald's, you know. By the way, if you don't put the picture of the Grimace when you put us on, on Instagram this time, Alex. You're missing an opportunity. Oh, but I will. <laughs> oh, but I will. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? You're right. You're right. I, I admit defeat. I tried to, as Alex, I tried to Alex the system. Mm-hmm. It was and a good I, bid, though. And good I got bid. caught. That's it was, right. it was a good bid. But as soon as you started going down that road, I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to wait. stick this one to her. <laughs> I have been the victim of this a thousand times. Today really, is my day. Here's what I find fascinating is that I've trained you not to do it. 
<laughs> so you didn't even bother so you, to try. So you opened up the playing field for yourself. Yes. <laughs> the best offense got, is a good defense. I, I mean, the best defense in, is a good offense. I got beaten into submission. Now Ellen's like, I yep. see an opening. I'm going in. <laughs> it's I hard to bring three competitive people on a podcast. <laughs> It was, Ellen played the long game. She started, she started oh, doing this to you, like I would say, a good three, four years ago, calling, oh, you know, Alexing the question, and look, oh here she God. is. Oh yep, God. I was playing possum. I was just waiting for this. <laughs> well played. But I got caught. <laughs> I was not going to get away with it. It was a good bid, though, Ellen. It was a great bid, you know? Yeah. All right. We're going to try one more. I don't even know where this is going to go, but... Hopefully we won't Alex the question. We'll all work very hard. Mm-hmm. Just answer as asked. Okay. For the rest of your life, that's how these questions go, right? For the rest of your life, would you rather live on a houseboat or in an RV? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, both of their heads move to the side. <laughs> almost like I don't know if it was like it's like a golden retriever going. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Jennifer, yeah you go first i gotta think yeah i'm gonna go rv hmm? um i love the water i definitely do um but i like to be close to the water not on it and the houseboat thing um a lot of dampness going on yeah. and um it's a boat uh, it's a boat <laughs> it rocks when it moves like sleeping um sometimes it's great sometimes it's not at least an rv i know i'm on terra firma i enjoy that and i'm mobile to go to actual places not just ports a port is always some place where you're looking in on a city an rv you can actually park there you know or you know close by um, I think an RV opens up an awful lot of opportunities. Uh, and again, I just feel like, um, I feel like I'm more in control based on the elements. And I know that sounds kind of dumb, but like in a boat, if there's a storm, a Bruin, you're, yeah. you got to batten down the hatches and you're, you, it's, it's a little dicey at times. Right. Mm-hmm. And oh, that was a lot RV- of like sailor lingo. And that batten yeah, down the hatches. Storms are brewing. That's a batten down the hatches. Uh, and your vast cheese swabbies. <laughs> I got a belly full of fish and I'm. Er, and a belly full of rum. <laughs> I really <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm on the perfect storm. Anyways, yeah, no, I feel like I'm, I'm better off on terra firma in a lot of ways, frankly. So that's what I'm going to do with. Okay, we got one vote for the RV. Alex. I, I can't remember to say this, but I think you got two votes for the RV because I was going to go boat. I, like, I think houseboat, I think sleep is in Seattle. Didn't he live in a houseboat? No. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? He was in a houseboat. Yes, he did. Yeah. No, it wasn't. He was, he was, it was, was a no, Somebody it did. I'll have to look that he, up. It wasn't a boat. He couldn't move that thing. That was a, like, He lived, like, in a condo moved. on the Port. Yes, on the like water. I think you're all crazy. Boat. I think he lived in a house. Well, Disagree, that, Ellen. Can you research that for next week? I will. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. That aside, gang. Um, <laughs> I I do love the ocean. Love being on the water. But I could get sick of it, and I might want to move around a little. And there's a lot of country to explore. There's, I mean, granted, I you know you're not going to be able to go to a different continent. Well. And let, well, okay, you're not going to be able to go to Europe. You can't track there. But um, yeah, you can see a lot of different things. Well, that houseboat's going to take a long time to get across the Atlantic. <laughs> sure too. is. You're not kidding about that. <laughs> Plus, you know what? 
there is nothing my husband and children want more than to be in an RV. And I, you know what, they would be beyond happy. And I have to say, I think it would be kind of fun and exciting, a little like Swiss Family Robinson type thing, but with like technology and, you know, mobility and comfort. I mean, I think they're pretty nice these days. I'm assuming I'm going to get a really nice one, Ellen. Oh, right? everything yeah. you want. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. State of the art. Yeah. You know what? Then I'm, then I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my RV choice. Can I say one last thing? You I may. have, I have driven cross country twice and really, really enjoyed it. I feel like it's one of those experiences that everybody should do at least one time in their life. It just, it broadens your horizons, you know, as the old adage goes. And beyond that, it's, um, it's life changing a little bit, which is it. And, and so I have firsthand knowledge of that. My firsthand knowledge of being on a boat lies with below deck med and below deck the regular series. <laughs> and so I will say, I may not be as educated as I should be on these yes. two subjects, but one I've actually done. So I'm, I'm leaning towards that versus the other. Okay. Okay. June, what June, would Captain Hannah? Lee say though? June, June, Hannah. What would Captain Lee say? <laughs> captain yes. Sandy. Continue. <laughs> oh, that's another question. Name your favorite captain. Lee. Oh, Always Captain And he always and my husband the... dressed up as him on Halloween. Oh, he did. He did a great yes, job. Yes, thanks. That's true. You Captain love a Stuben always got the ladies. Maybe it was, you know what? Talk about Maybe a man who looks pants. good in shorts, Jennifer. I was shorts just going to socks. Come on. They're just short pants. That's all they are. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Okay, Ellen, where are you going? You going on land? Two if by land or one if by sea? One if by land, two if by sea. Other way. Good job. Good job. Oh, my God. Nicely I got halfway done. there. Well, first, let me say before I give my answer in full disclosure, I found this question on a British website. And the way that they phrased the question originally was, would you rather um, live in an RV or on a canal boat? Because What's a canal they, boat? So oh. they were, so you can tour like Viking cruises in Europe. You One can tour all right all over Europe on these beautiful, gorgeous, like river canal boats. liners, river boats. Yeah, river boats. Right. And so the rivers all connect throughout Europe. So you get to see everything. You can go all the way through Yugoslavia and Germany and France and Spain. Like you can go all over the place on these beautiful luxury boats. So if you had your own canal boat, you could tour all over Europe and Russia for a long time. Like you really could. So it's a little bit different, I think, from the way we think about a houseboat. Like I thought, all right, do I say canal boat? Because that's kind of international. And while we do have a huge international audience, I want to keep it more relatable for our American fans. So I switched it to houseboat. And houseboat sounds a lot more moored to the dock, I think, than probably what or the original question was. Yes, exactly. Like pick, you know, or for me, like in Sausalito, California, just north of San Francisco, there's a huge houseboat community right on the, right on the bay right there. It's, um, and it's a very groovy, funky kind of crunchy place to live. So full disclosure, I think the comparison of the original question is different from the way we're answering it. All that said, I'm with you guys. I, and I'm also a control freak. So I want to be behind the wheel of the RV. I have traveled across the country several times. I'm with you, Jen. Like it's for me, are you kidding? As soon as the world opened up 
opens up again. I think I've mentioned this before. I'm going on my friend of Palooza tour and I'm just putting pins in the map of all the people I know across the country and I'm getting in my Subaru wagon and I'm going to put a mattress in the back and I'm just going to see everybody, like just get and see out, get out and see the country. So there's no question in my mind, like I would take the RV. Why Plus, don't you get an RV? Why would you drive? Why would you put a mattress in the back? I of might. The- I might. Super, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. They, I just read a story about people. I know a bunch of people, a friend of mine just bought one. I know other people who want to, uh, who want to rent one and try it out. Um, it, I'm not a hundred percent comfortable being a woman alone with a big ass RV to manage across the country. So I, have wise, to, I think it's hard. Yeah. It's a, it's a big, you have to get used to it. And um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I don't have the plan mapped out yet. For starters, I'm just going to get in the car and and uh, find pins on that. Plus, my friends are going to say, "You're not sleeping in your car. Get in my house. Come on, we yeah, got a couch." You're not at your friend's house. Have you thought about starting sort of like a like a well-meaning cult? They could join you. <laughs> they could go with you. Oh, a well-meaning cult. <laughs> like not you a murderous one. Yeah, you too. <laughs> are you good? We used to say. Does that mean I get to go away from my children? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, wait, I'm in too. I'll t- I'll take driving driving okay. round number two. I'll drive okay. the first leg. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> and, hey, bye bye bye, listeners. <laughs> we'll, we're going to see you on I ninety five next. <laughs> oh my god, sidebar hits the road. Totally. Oh my god, what if you know what? I think that you know what? I think that's a plan. I, yeah. I would uh, I would definitely look into getting an RV, putting total sidebar on the side, yeah. making people who don't know us believe that we are a lot bigger than we actually are. For sure. And oh, just yeah. just drumming up the excitement. Okay. Sidebar. Ugh. Hashtag. Sidebar the unleashed. The well-meaning sidebar. cult. <laughs> the well-meaning cult. The cult of those, you guys. Every, cults get a bad name. Like, it's all like, oh, oh my they're God. trying to brainwash you. Ooh, they're trying to murder people. Why don't we just... Get out speak and it, drive. Speak, speaking of which, anybody watching The Vow on HBO, no. speaking of Good. cults, should I I'll be? speak to you about it later. Ha, oh, hell yeah, you should. Oh my gosh. Okay. Listeners, The Vow on HBO. And also one other little throw out that I just watched last night, Free Solo. Has anybody watched Free Solo? I the not, guy, but it's on my list. Oh my God. This Wait. guy, this is our inspirational finish to the sidebar. Which one is... This is the Oscar-winning documentary of the guy who climbed without ropes up the face of El Capitan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know why I watched it. Yes. Because you've done it. Because Jennifer also has has climbed up the side. Jennifer Jennifer climbs up the side of buildings without without ropes. I photographed it. I did the the camera work on it. That's right. right. You think it was Jimmy Chin? It was not. It was me. And oh yes, my God! See, she knows Who's Jimmy Chin. Where He's the guy who actually photographed it, who actually videotaped it. Is he part of the cult? He's pretty well-meaning, I gotta say. Part of a That's a different cult. cult. I was in. That's a totally different cult. That's yeah. right. I forget your prior life yeah. as no. woman yeah. of all things. Oh my gosh, you guys, listeners. <laughs> I would like to say, for the record, and you can argue with me, but this was a highly educational sidebar. Yes, it I feel was. We, I so mean, we takeaways. talked about hinges and Bermuda Cult. Triangles. We learned about the Milwaukee Depth, who's just trying to, you know, get the same fame as a Mariana Trench. We Cult. really went deep into Crocs and Uggs, farther into the design than we ever should have. I mean, so much happened here, and we just, we all just got in our RVs and drove away. That's how we kind of wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll come back again. You know what? We're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing this until we get outlawed or banned by somebody. I think. Are you guys in? You look like 
you look undecided. I'm no, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. It's a You're cult, like, Ellen. Uh, I bought into the whole thing a long oh, time ago. Right. I, I wrote cult. you my check. Come on. Yeah, there should be more money in a cult. There should be more money, money coming in. Oh, there's a lot yeah. of money in cults. You know, know. what? hate listeners. <laughs> oh, don't start asking people for go fund my cult. <laughs> we want we, fundmycult.com. We there we go. <laughs> need to raise money for that RV. How else are we going to get out there, Ellen? That's true. We do have to raise money. All right, listeners, we'll get back to you on all the fundraising efforts <laughs> and how much money we're asking for each of you. It's definitely going to be less than a year's salary. Everybody relax. It's not going to be a ton. It's just enough. So it's a good, it's got to be 35, 40 feet, this, this RV, because right. we do need some separation. The three of us do, <laughs> as you can see. Six so, feet of separation yeah. so inside we'll be, the RV. <laughs> so we'll be in touch. Our RV is like 36 feet You, wide. get back Going in your down car. four lanes. We can only drive on four-lane highways. That's right. Because we have to be six feet apart. We also have to pay for the little pickup truck in front and behind us with a spot that says wide load. Wide load. So people know we're coming through. Yeah. Oh, I have one of those signs. Don't worry. I've lived with it all my life. I wear it around these days. Just call me Grimace. <laughs> and on that cheery note, uh, listeners, keep in touch. Tell us what you're doing. Stay safe and sane out there. We love you. We miss you. And we'll be back next time. Say goodbye, ladies. Goodbye. Bye.